Welcome to the Podcast Connector. I'm Christina Rice, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kelly Scott and Kelsey Goldstein. We run the Podcast Connector, a service that connects podcast hosts and aligned guests, like a dating service for podcasts. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes stories and tips about the podcasting world, while also introducing you to some amazing people in health, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and personal development. If you'd like to get booked on podcasts or get connected with aligned guests, head to thepodcastconnector.com. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at thepodcastconnector. Let's dive in. We never have a lack of things to say. We always have plenty of things never. to say. <laughs> There's so much to say. Um, <clears throat> well, I have certainly a lot to say about how not to be a bad guest. <laughs> There's so many things we can say on the subject. I think this is interesting to talk about from the listener point of view, you know, and then also from the host point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's so many behind the scenes of what people don't see of guests um, mm-hmm. from the host point of view and people who help the host. And then there's also a whole opposite side that hosts sometimes don't even consider what guests see from bad guests and what make a guest good and bad. Yeah. And when we were launching the podcast connector, because I have that whole course, like a whole course about how to be a good guest. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like talking to some of my friends about it and they're like, can you really have a whole course on that? I'm like, yes, I can have a whole course <laughs> on this. Literally, I have so much to say about this. Uh, everything from your tech to, well, from the way you pitch yourself, obviously, to your tech, to how you show up, the aftermath, like your energy within the conversation, how to market yourself. Like there's so much, there's so much to get into, but I'm curious, Kelsey, tell us about, um, <laughs> what without yeah. names we won't we won't name any names as the professional as listener. podcast listener that I am I've definitely <laughs> seen this come through on the listening side where and it sucks because I'll love the show I'm listening to and I'm a very loyal fan of the actual podcast itself but there are just those you know those interviews where they are so dry and so boring and you're grasping to find like how this applies to you as a person. I'll never forget. It was a cold and rainy day in probably November. I was driving <laughs> to the gym, was so excited that my favorite, one of my favorite podcasts came out with a new episode and I was listening and it just completely lost me. And I was sitting there literally thinking, how did they not get bored while they were interviewing this person? And I was kind of surprised it even aired and that's a whole other thing we can get into. But, um, (laughs) if you haven't listened to the last podcast episode, we also dive into it a bit there, but personally, I, and no offense to any doctors out there. I don't think it has to do with your profession. I just think that it's pretty common when people are in a really professional field and they get really into their work, their interviews tend to be a bit above, like you have to meet the audience where they're at. And you have to make sure that they can grasp what you're saying, because if you're throwing around lots of jargon and you're talking in a completely professional manner, and a lot of times it feels kind of monotone, you're going to have a really hard time connecting. And so it's also on the podcast hosts. It's, it's their responsibility too, to make sure that the conversation goes that way or to adequately prep and vet their guests to make sure that their message resonates with their audience. But yeah, I've listened to a number of podcast episodes where the content sounds really interesting, but one, it goes way over my head. And two, it's just a completely dry conversation. And it almost feels like sometimes the host doesn't even know what the guest is saying. So they can't ask the right questions. Yeah. And I think 
a lot of that is on the host too of like you got to make the person seem interesting and ask good questions but then there's also you know only so far you can go with that and I think that's why like if I'm on a podcast if I have if I don't already have like extensive experience listening to that show because some shows I know so well already already really I'm already really familiar with their demo if I'm on a show that I'm not as familiar with I'll ask them. I mean, obviously I've looked into what they've talked about before, but just so I understand the level of their audience's knowledge, I'm just, I just ask, like, can you tell me a little bit more about your audience where we start? Like, what's their level of knowledge around this topic? And I'll adjust my language accordingly. But I think that's, you know, to your point, Kelsey, when, when people are used to talking in a very professional way for their job, that sometimes doesn't always translate over into the podcast. But, and I think that's, that goes beyond just doctors, right? Like, cause they're, I feel like I see, I've heard this with lawyers, some accountants, like financial advisors, those types of people. Um, And even in a different way, like it's, it's not, it's not necessarily a language thing, but when people are really good at radio or, or television, it's not the same thing as being on a podcast. Like it's, it feels really weird on a podcast when they're bringing the same energy. (laughs) And I think that just goes back to like, as a host, you got to make everybody seem as interesting as possible. And as a guest, you want to try and make sure that you are showing up with energy and not just giving a dry lecture, you know, but it also depends on the podcast itself because some podcasts are basically are very sciencey, educational, and there are a lot of doctors listening. So in that context, maybe they would like that, but I think it's really important to know that person's demographic and you kind of need to adjust your energy and your language for that podcast. Exactly. Mm -hmm. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I'm listening to something like it's an interesting subject and I genuinely want to learn more about it, whether it's in like the health space, the spiritual space or stuff like that, um, anything really. And they start speaking so far above my head that I instantly give up because one, they make me feel dumb because I don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, should, should I know what they're talking about? Like all these crazy Mm -hmm. words I've never heard before, or it's also like boring because they're talking above my head and I can't relate. So it's like both of those things, you don't want to make your audience feel either of those ways. You want to make them feel entertained and also like they can understand, like either make an analogy to what they can actually comprehend about the thing because they're new to the space and it could be anything like small too like and you don't know everything the guest doesn't know everything so it's like um that part is always frustrating when I'm trying to learn something new and I feel like I'm failing because the guest isn't properly portraying what they're trying to say yeah. And listen, if I'm listening to a podcast, I'm multitasking. So if it's a dry conversation, it's literally going to turn into white noise in the background and I'll forget I'm even listening to something. So I think just like the engagement and the tone of your voice and the energy you bring, like Christina said, is so important and it can really make or break whether people are digesting what you're saying. I mean, I think that's an important life skill in general, like to be able to adjust, <laughs> you know, there are things that like within my industry that with certain people, I'm using a certain type of language. And then if I'm talking to somebody else in my life who isn't in this industry, I'm going to use different language and I'm going to, so that I can still communicate with them. Like, I feel like that's communication skills, Mm -hmm. you know? And also though, as a host, I do think it's important. Like when I'm interviewing somebody, I'm always, and obviously I don't catch this all the time, but 
if they say something and even if I know what it means, this happens all the time. I know what it means, but I'll ask them, Hey, can you talk more about that? What does that mean? I'll ask, what does that mean when you say this? Even if I already know what they mean, because I'm trying to listen from the listener's point of view as well. And I'm trying to think ahead of time. Well, what, what questions are they having as this person is talking? And sometimes I'll have a guest and they're just, you know, going off, sharing all this information there will be a piece where I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that's going to be something that people are going to be like, what the hell did that mean? <laughs> I make a mental mm-hmm. note and be like, wait, can you, so can you go back and talk about this? Because I'm sure people are going to have questions about it. And so I think that's an important thing as a host is to be thinking also, what is my audience going to have questions around? Because there's also the side of like, yeah, as a guest, try and adjust your language to meet that person's demographic. But sometimes when it's so much a part of your lexicon like that's just how you speak in your daily life you don't even realize that you're using words or speaking in a way that other people you know don't fully comprehend so I think it goes it goes both ways but I think energy goes a long way and just being exciting and not being boring (laughs) and he's like if you're an expert and you're a doctor odds are you're not also a very experienced podcaster because you probably aren't focusing all of your efforts on that. And so it's worth a conversation beforehand. I think if you're the host mm-hmm. in prepping, whoever is going to be on your show and asking better questions. Yeah, that's you know, true like, too. Mm-hmm. Asking better questions or like you said, more animated. Yeah. And questions, clarifying questions if you feel like they're needed, mm-hmm. but So that's a little bit from the guest side, but Christine or the listener side, rather Christina, I know you have some juicy stuff from (laughs) the podcast host side. Yeah. I have so much to say. I mean, first of all, going off of that, it's like, again, and I think we said this in an earlier episode, you don't have to know everything about the podcast. Like if I have a guest on, I don't expect them to have listened to all of my episodes, but Mm -hmm. I would hope you would like have the general gist of what I talk about and what my demographic is like, you know, and I'm fully down to give you some more clarification, uh, or reiterate that. But if you have no idea what my podcast is even about, like, that's just, it shows, it shows on the show. And I think another piece that's really simple, that makes the world of a difference. And here's the thing to know, if you're trying to get on podcasts, host talk, Right. And so we've talked about how referral is so much of it. Like people be like, oh, this person was a great guest. Oh, that person totally screwed it up. Like they were really hard for me to get information out of, or their tech was awful. The tech. Okay. The tech goes a Mm -hmm. long way. And this is like, oh man, this could be the difference. I mean, some hosts will just not post it. I have had guests come on and I'm like, this is not working. So we need to reschedule. Like, cause I'm not going to do this. And I've had some guests where the quality was not good and I still posted it and I deeply regret it. And so as a guest, I mean, for me, it feels so unprofessional to be honest. Like it feels so unprofessional if you're there and your sound quality is awful. Like if you have dogs barking in the background, if you have, you know, kids running in and out, if you're like, Oh, sorry, I got to get the door right now. I'm like, that's so rude. And then it's not that hard to get a pair of plug-in Apple headphones. Like it's not that hard. Okay. AirPods sound horrible. Awful. You can tell. Yeah. And I mean the, just getting a pair of plug-in headphones is going to go, go a long way. If you're just using your computer mic, it's not going to sound very good. Right. And remember that 
the better your sound quality is, that affects the whole listener experience. So people will actually perceive you to be much more knowledgeable. They're going to be so much more engaged in our conversation if your sound quality is really great. And so if you want to make yourself look as good as possible, this isn't just about the host and their podcast. You want to have really good sound quality. You just sound more professional. You sound like you know what you're doing. And if you're doing a lot of podcasts, then I would say buy a mic. I think it's totally worth it to get a high quality mic. It costs like you can get one for like a hundred bucks. That's going to go a long way. And the hosts will really, really appreciate that. But it's just so unprofessional, I think, and really rude when your sound quality is awful, when you're distracted, when things are going off. And like, you know, if it's a totally honest mistake and like uh, an alarm goes off in the middle of it and you, you totally, you know, messed up, that's one thing. Like, it's fine. But it's really just trying to be as conscious of your technology Uh, Make sure you know how to get on Zoom. If it's a Zoom interview, make sure you know where the link is. (laughs) Showing up on time, like, you know, if you're like two minutes late, I don't care. But if you're like 20 minutes late, that's just not okay. So I think all of that goes a long way. The tech is a big, a big thing. It's huge. I know from working with the podcast connector, I talk to a lot of the hosts in our network and one of the things they always say that they require from guests is either that they have a good mic or they have good headphones where they can actually have good sound quality. And some are like, we've had such bad experiences that would now we'll only do it in person just because so many of our guests come on and it's horrible quality. Like you said, like there's background noise or their internet's like slow or something, something like that where they could, should have prepared better and they didn't. And that really affects the quality. And then a lot of people, like you said, just won't even post it if it's bad mm-hmm. sound quality. Or if I'm a listener, I'll be like, nope, <laughs> not going to exactly. finish this one. I've, I've listened to shows where I can't even hear the guest and in order for me to hear them, I have to turn my volume up so high that the host is just screaming in my ear. And I'm like, why was this posted? I physically can't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. There was a podcast a couple of weeks ago that I really wanted to listen to. Like there was this guy that I, like, he's hardly on any podcast and I found him on this podcast and I really wanted to hear it, but his sound quality, like I had to, I could only hear him if I used my, my phone speaker and held it up against my ear and had, and had max volume. And still, it was hard for me to hear. And I was like, after like five minutes, I'm like, screw it. Like, I can't do this. Like, it's so much of an inconvenience for me to listen. (laughs) I, (laughs) it's a workout. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. So the other thing I want to bring up, because I have like my perspective of, being a host and then also having a lot of, you know, friends in this community. And like, then we have the podcast connector. Uh, So we ask a gazillion hosts, you know, what are you looking for in a guest and what are you not looking for? And so like Kelly said, people want someone who has good sound quality. They also want someone who isn't trying to sell themselves. Okay. So A lot of people get on podcasts because they want to market themselves. They want to market their businesses, their services, their products, whatever it is. They want to spread their message. That's like fine. But the way to market yourself is not to be slimy and get on there and like hold yourself on a pedestal. And it's it's not an infomercial. Yeah. Like being (laughs) Mm -hmm. an infomercial for yourself is so annoying. And like, I mean, especially when people with people with books. Oh, my God, you guys, if you have a book, (laughs) please listen up. (laughs) the old okay oh my god I I can't even okay so the old way of selling a book would be to like go on the radio and be like oh you got to get the book to find out right my biggest pet peeve 
Okay. Do not get on a podcast. And if someone asks you a question, be like, just get the book and find out. Or, well, when you sign up for the course, you'll find out. Like, no, that's not the point. The point is you answer the damn question and that makes people want to buy the book or give them a nugget. And And as a host, I have had, I think probably only two guests, thankfully that have done this where they're like, well, they're like, are you trying to get all the information out of me on this podcast? You got to buy the book to find out. And I'm like, no, you're on this damn podcast to do this. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And it's like, the point of the podcast is to get, is to give the audience a lot of information. And so if you're not, I mean, as a listener, I know I've heard podcasts before where the person just again and again, almost every single question, they're like, well, you'll find out in the book, you'll find out in my course. And I'm like, why the fuck am I listening to this podcast? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, if it's not providing like value to them, like, why are you listening? Why are you on a podcast? It's first of all, it's not like you can possibly share your whole book in this like yeah. 45 minute right. podcast. We're not asking so. you to read it verbatim. <laughs> yeah, give us some but tangible things thing. you can pick up. Even if you did, even if you did give your whole book, that would sell it better than trying to be yeah. all mysterious about it. <laughs> That's like, you know, how in like episode, like, episodes like the bachelor for example mm-hmm. and previews the they preview. give the juiciest parts yeah and then they leave out the boring stuff it's the same thing like if you give me the juiciest part of your book I'm gonna buy it and read it so you yeah have to do that mm-hmm. exactly the way to market yourself is to give as much value as possible that's it and it's not about doing the salesy like oh yeah buy my thing no, no no you'll naturally sell that thing without ever saying those words by giving a ton of value, like answer the questions as well as you can, being interesting, being engaging. When people get value from that, from that podcast, they're going to go look up whatever your paid offers are. hundred percent. Yeah, I know I do it as a listener. And like you touched on, this is probably the biggest thing that the hosts in our network request of us is that they don't want guests. You'll see this in like all caps on their sheet. Please no one who is going to hard sell their products or their books Mm -hmm. or anything on the show. Um, Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. If you're marketing yourself, there's a, there's a classy and a professional way to do it without being an infomercial. You got to weave it in organically into the conversation. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's masculine versus feminine marketing essentially. And like feminine marketing can go a long way. Like, and what that means is feminine energy as in like, you don't have to force just like show up authentically, give value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let the, the people fall in love with you. Yeah. And then exactly. they'll want to support you and follow you however they can. So this is your time to give your, a piece of yourself to a potentially brand new audience. So mm-hmm. yeah, show up authentically. Yes. Mm-hmm. So another thing I'll say that hosts ask each other about, I was just looking at some texts. People will ask, do they share the episode? Okay. So you want to be a great guest, share the episode after, like share it on your social media. It's usually not that hard. Like typically the podcast should be sending you the information directly. So you can, you can share it in whatever way it is, whether that's your email list or your social. And obviously that's not obligated. You're not obligated to, but that goes a long, a long way. And people really really like that and even just like saying thank you after like goes so far because I know I've had guests on who like it it feels like more of a connection than than feeling like you're just using me to get on my show that doesn't feel good for me right and so when you express your gratitude when you send a quick email after saying thank you so much I had a great time I really appreciate it like that goes a long way and that makes that person want to 
give you more connections in the future. You know, like that has for me, whenever somebody like just gives me a little bit extra, my natural, and this isn't even conscious, like my natural inclination is like, you know what, you'd be a great fit for my friend so-and-so's podcast. I'm going to let them know. And it's like, wow, you never know what opportunities you can get by just being nice to someone. But it's really important to realize that hosts often talk and go off referral and being like a nice guest and expressing gratitude, sharing episodes in whatever way that is goes a long way. Yeah, 100%. I think we said this in a previous episode, like give value and give like support to the podcast that you're going to be on and you're going to get it in return. Like it's, it's just how it works in the podcasting world. And I mean, it's the least you can do for them helping to promote you and having them share your um, voice and your story. And it's the least you can do to like post about it on social media or yeah, send them a thank you email. It's takes one minute out of your day, but it means the world to them. Okay. So I will also say another thing, this is like really basic or like how to not be a bad guest. Don't say the same damn thing. Everybody else says like, this is the thing, have an angle, like have something new, have something different. And that could even just be your personality. Right. But it's Mm -hmm. like really important to have a new different angle because I will tell you a lot of hosts that are more that have been doing this for longer. They've had a lot of guests on their show already. Right. And I know for me, I've, I'm somebody I've interviewed probably what, like 300 people, <laughs> like, <laughs> and there are other hosts who have interviewed more people than that. And I'll be looking at someone's pitch or even like have somebody on the show potentially. And I'll realize I'm like, this is the same stuff that I've heard like 50 times from other people. And I'm bored. My guest is my guests are bored. Like this isn't really going to fly. I need somebody with a new angle. So like, what can you focus on? That's really different. That's really unique. And I think this is also where tying in your personal story is, yeah. is really helpful. Um, you know, and depending on the podcast, this might not apply, but I know for a lot of for shows in the wellness, spirituality, personal development, business space, like the more you share about kind of your personal journey and what you've overcome and how you've dealt with things and just like getting a little bit more vulnerable, you don't have to share deepest, darkest secrets, right? But sharing pieces of yourself, that that personal connection goes a long way with people. And like your story is what makes you unique. You are what makes you unique. And people who go on podcasts and just like spit information, I don't know anything about them. I don't feel connected to. And as a host, I get a little like frustrated because I'm trying to go deeper. I'm trying to find a new angle. I'm trying to make this an exciting, engaging conversation. I want people to feel like they're listening in on a really juicy conversation. And so it's like the, the guest needs to meet me halfway. And if you can open up and give me something to go down a rabbit hole with, I'm going to be really appreciative. But if your, you know, topic is something that has been said a million times before, think about how you can have a new spin on it or like, what's something super unique that you talk about that you have expertise in, um, a controversial opinion that is what's going to go a long way. Yeah. And look at the previous interviews for the podcast that you're going on and see what's already been discussed. And if there's been a similar interview, you want to make sure that you stand out and that you do have a different angle. Yeah. So listen to that episode. Like I will do this. If I go on a podcast and I see they've done episodes that are similar to me, I listen to those. And I can, so, cause I, as I'm listening, I'm thinking, Oh, I disagree with that. Oh, I would actually say something different. And like, that's the angle I go with when I'm on the show so that I know it's different. So that's part of your, your research that you can do so that you're not saying the exact same thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also wondering with your experience, Christina, have you ever had like such a bad guest on that you didn't want to publish it or you did and you regret it later? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've talked about, we talked about this, um, at the podcast connector happy hour, but I've had a couple, I haven't had a ton. I had one person early on who it was a referral from a friend and right after it was recorded, we both knew like he he was like, okay, that was not, that was not good. And it just went really, it was a doctor who was talking down to me being very condescending and telling me that celiac disease didn't exist. And so I brought out my research and, you know, I'm not going to back down. Like I'm not the type of host that is going to just go along with everything my guests say. I don't want to make them look bad, but I'm also not going to like, because the problem is that sometimes people think that if you don't say anything, they assume that you agree with the guest. Right. Right. Um, And I think there's a way to like respectfully disagree. And I was like, just trying to understand how he could say this. Uh, And the whole thing turned into like kind of this weird spar where I wasn't backing down. He wasn't. And so that one didn't air. And then there was, there've been a couple where just like the sound quality was just not that good. And I was like, we Mm -hmm. either need to re-record this or I'm not posting it. There was one where a couple, I mean, I only let it go like 20 minutes and then I wrapped it up. And cause I was just like, this is, it was boring. And Mm -hmm. I didn't agree with pretty much anything that was said. Um, And I could tell, I was like, if somebody listens to this, it's not going to make this person look good because I keep saying, well, actually, you know, so I wouldn't benefit either side. Yeah. It wouldn't benefit anyone. And I have no interest in making any, I I want everybody who comes on my podcast to look good. Like that's my goal. Um, And I was like, I don't want to publish this. So I didn't publish it. And she, she also was like, can you not publish that? I'm like, yeah, I won't. (laughs) So yeah, I think those are the main ones that I haven't, that I haven't published. And I think now I'm a lot pickier about who I, who I let on. Whereas I think when I, you know, earlier on, I wasn't as picky. I obviously I wanted to get really great guests, but I was a lot more open. And at this point, just because I've had so many people on the show, I, I'm tired of people saying the same thing, you know? And so Mm -hmm. it's not that exciting. Uh, So those have been the main ones. I think only, only a couple. I'm trying to think if there was anything more dramatic. Am I missing something? I remember one in particular, you aired this episode. I'm not going to name names, but they came on and they were just like so flippant and just a complete douchebag. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think we all know that. And one. I, yeah. That. I remember you were like really debating, should I air this? I was like, it's good content still, but that you could tell they were just so arrogant and like mm-hmm. big headed. And I don't know if the listeners could hear it, but it definitely <laughs> I mean, was like, they of- could. Yeah. I was, they, one so I was like, could. it didn't look bad for you. I was like, Ooh, this person it, should yeah, probably the person looked bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, yeah, I know that I was debating airing it. Um, but I was like, if this is how they want to represent themselves, this is how they want. It wasn't like, I, w- I wasn't like going against anything that he said. I was just like witnessing him be an asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah. and I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't really personally offended by it, but this person, 
I just, I'm all about the truth, you know? And so it's like, if, if that is what allows people to see this person's true colors, then like, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, it was, yeah, it was really good information, but I think just in the way he was communicating, it was so like condescending and I'm just like, okay. And the way he was saying things, he's like acting like I don't know anything. And I was just like, whatever. Meanwhile, I'm like, we've <laughs> talked about this 50 other times on my show before. I'll so, let you yeah. dig your own grave, pal. Yeah. <laughs> it was really interesting. Um, and I still aired it and people got a lot of value out of it, but I got a ton of messages like, holy shit, he's so rude. And this is somebody <laughs> who's, who's pretty well known. And so I think people were a little shocked. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're hear. marketing yourself. Yeah. It was shocking. Shocking. the thing is, this is what, this was not somebody who I invited on. Like I did not reach out to him. Uh, and it was his, he, like his team reached out to me and said, Hey, we want to have this person on your show. Like, and like, they were the one who wanted to make it work. And it was at a really weird time. And like, and this person was literally, I mean, oh man, <laughs> I'm trying not to give away too much. But this, person, this person, let's just say they were not seated and present. They were doing other things. I have actually had a friend, I had a friend who did a podcast with somebody and she told me this and I was just shocked that like people do this. She was like, we had this podcast ready to go. And when I get on the podcast, this girl is on her phone walking through the forest. Like she's going to take it like a FaceTime call. You're actually joking. (laughs) No. And this was, and this is one one of my friends who has like, it's not like a new small show first of all but even if it is that's still so disrespectful doesn't matter right if you start your podcast yesterday you should be a guest should be present um and the person who was the person who was the guest is also a podcast host what oh my god yeah like that was uh that was a shocker yeah that just comes down to not you don't even have the excuse of you just weren't aware that yeah. innocent excuse. I mean, you're fully aware and you're just being disrespectful <laughs> at that point. Yeah. They knew it was, <laughs> it was shocking, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how you portray yourself is how you portray yourself. And like, I don't want people to be nervous. I always tell people like, sometimes people are super, super nervous. Oh wait, I have a guest. Okay. Ooh. I have a guest <laughs> too. I mean, she was great. She was super knowledgeable and I loved everything she had to say. And she was so sweet and she was super nervous ahead of time. And I, she had, she did like a super niche, uh, a super small niche. And that's why I loved it. And I didn't realize like I was kind of the first bigger podcast she was on. She had only been on a couple podcasts before and they were really small. And she, she told me, she's like, I'm so nervous. Like I was, I, I was crying before this and I was like, okay. I was like, well, it's going to be okay. I was like, it's not live. Like I can you know, afterwards, if you want me to take anything out, I edit out the tears. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I always say that to people and like the number of times I've actually had to edit anything out is probably three times, um, of people being like, Oh, I said too much. Can we take that out? Like (laughs) that might affect somebody in my personal life. It's more of that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but it's rarely ever happens. But I tell people that just because it calms their mind. It uses their nerves. Anyway, we were like halfway through the show and she was doing a great job, like great, great job. And she, she's talking about a lot of sciencey things. So she had her notes um, and she's like looking at them. It was great. And, but then she just, she like stops and she kind of forgot where she was at when she was talking and she just, she just burst out into tears. And I, 
my heart broke. Like, and I was like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And she's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I'm just so nervous. And she's like, I forgot what I was saying. And I was like, it's totally okay. I was like, just, we can just pick up wherever. Like, and I was like, you were talking about this and she just started, she was just sobbing. And then finally she stopped and she started again. And then she started crying again. Oh my God. And it was just like really, really sad, you know, and obviously I cut that out and it was a great episode. It was a great episode, but I also was like, there's also a level of knowing the type of podcast that you're on. Like, because some hosts wouldn't cut it out. Some hosts would be like this, this isn't it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, it's good to kind of approach it. Like it's like it's live, even though it's not, do you know what I mean? Um, you want to, it's not a big deal. If you, like, I've been on podcasts before where I'm talking, I'm like, wait, what was I saying? Like, I don't even care. (laughs) Right. It's just like a conversation. And the host is like, oh, you were saying this. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I just pick up and we don't edit that out. It doesn't even matter, you know? So keeping that in mind as well, I feel like there was another one. Yeah. I feel like you don't need to be like nervous. It's treat it like a conversation. Cause it is That's you, what it you're is, talking right. about what you know best and you could do that with like anyone and you just happen to be recording it. Um, mm-hmm. but once you get that like first podcast out of the way, yeah. it's like really easier to talk into like you're not a on national television. It's going to be okay. <laughs> That's what I tell no. myself every day when we sit down here and record this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. The other thing I was going to say Okay, going off of that, I don't mind when people have notes and stuff, but I hate when people read them. I had one guest who literally, it was like, I would ask a question and she would go to her, I could see her, her eyes would go to her page and she'd be reading. And I'm like, this sounds so stiff and it makes, it feels rude to me. It feels like you're not fully present with me. I want to feel like this is a a unique conversation, you know? And like, if you're going to just read off of your, literally read word for word off of all your notes that you said on every other podcast, then there's no point in me spending airtime for you to say literally the same thing as other shows. You should be confident enough in what your expertise is that you can have a conversation about it. And I understand the nerve, like people do get nervous and they want to prepare, but there's a difference between having a few bullets and then preparing a script for yourself when you don't even know yeah. exactly what's going to be asked of you. Yeah. A script is very different. Right. And I know a lot of like a lot of people who talk about sciencey things, you know, they'll, they'll have like notes or uh, like I know a lot stats. of doctors. Yeah. They'll, they'll have like stats or they'll have like, you know, lab ranges or things that are often uh, asked. So they just, and that's totally fine, but that's so different than literally it's like, you're reading a book. It's like, this is not an engaging conversation. There's a difference in the energy. I mean, some hosts do this for their solo episodes, which I just think is kind of weird, but mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that's something definitely not to do as a guest is don't read a script. If you want to have some notes, that's totally cool. Uh, but yeah, don't read this. Yeah, I feel like that's shooting yourself in the foot anyway. Cause like, what if the host asks you something that's like not on your script and yeah, you're, you're just like guard. thrown off cause you've been reading this script the whole time. And now your brain probably like is going to freeze and you're going to stumble and then it's just going to look really bad for yourself. So yeah. either way, I feel like it's not going to sound good either way you do it. If it's a good I... interview, you're going to be asked something new. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. true. Exactly. Okay. I will also say, this is related, how to not be a bad guest. Don't force yourself on, onto a show. Like don't force yourself onto a show. And there are some people, there's a difference between like determination and making sure that the person sees your pitch 
compared to like trying to force herself onto the show um and it's just an energy and how you pitch and also like if if that person has already seen it and said no like not being rude and trying to force yourself on or I even had this with friends who are like okay one of my biggest pet peeves is 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 when one of my friends or a or a guest like maybe we're not that close but like they've been a guest on my show before so we know each other when I get a random email or dm from that person connecting me to someone else saying hey this person would be a great fit for your show and I don't have any warning ahead of time like That is, and this is more of like the connector person that's being rude in that instance. Like if you want, you know what I mean? But, or if, but if you're the person who's like, Hey, do you, cause people would do this to me, right? This is part of how we started the podcast connector. People would be like, Hey, can you connect me with, um, so-and-so like their podcast? Cause they know I'm friends with this person. And I'm like, let me talk to them. And I never say like, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to talk, I'll talk to them and I'll, and I'll, cause I'm not going to just loop that person in and then they're in an awkward position. And what if that, they don't want that person on the show, right? you know, you and like, waste their time. Yeah. But it's just like, really, it's led to some really awkward conversations. I've had to tell quite a few friends. I'm like, Hey, please don't like, if you have somebody who you want, who you think would be a great fit for my show, bring that to me directly. Please don't loop me in with that person. Cause it's super uncomfortable for both of us when I have to be like, Hey, actually like, it's not a good fit, you yeah. know? Um, mm-hmm. And so that just goes with that pushy, that pushy energy. It's just, it's just rude. <laughs> yeah. That's like cringy, like hearing about it. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can just imagine having to reject someone that your friend brought you and you're like, oh, it's just mm-hmm. not good. It's just so much better if they would have come to you like individually and asked um, in the yeah. first place. But yeah, it's rude. Yeah. Well, and even in the conversation, sometimes people will be talking to me and like out of the blue, they're like, oh, and you know, I would love to be a guest on your podcast if you want to talk about this. And I'm just like, excuse me? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, maybe not right now. Like sometimes I can go really well, but sometimes it doesn't. And I always think there are kind of just better ways. It, you know, a lot of like, um, one of our clients, it's a friend of mine. We were talking about this. Like she's super connected, like super well-known. And she was like, no, I want you guys to do the intros because it's super crunchy for me to like pitch myself. Like, she's like, you do it. <laughs> like, I don't want to pitch myself. It's, it seems really weird. I feel, even if it's somebody who I'm close with, she's like, it just, it feels weird for me. Um, cause it's more awkward for them to say no to me. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind too. Is there anything else, Kelly, that the hosts bring up a lot in the podcast connector that comes to mind about like what they're looking for slash avoiding in a guest? We talked about most of them, but the last one that comes to mind is I see time and time again, hosts don't want someone who's like so, so dogmatic in their ways that they can't see others views. Cause then that's a bad conversation for one. And it's like bickering back and forth. Um, but then I feel like you can't learn from each other and there's no point in having that kind of person on if they're like, no, this and that is the only way to get this. Like veganism is the only way to be healthy when there's like tons of other options and stuff like that. So that's something podcast hosts are like, definitely not going to take on someone who's not open to other point of views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a host will look at that too. Cause if, if I want to have somebody on and they, and I'm like, Oh, they seem like they're only this way. Uh, that's a no. And the other thing though, is as a guest, 
even if you are dogmatic, like, let's just say you are, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, no judgment. If that's how you are in your life, that's fine. But know the show that you're going on, right? Because if you're super, like, let's say you're super hardcore uh, vegan and you're going on a podcast that talks a lot about paleo, like, know that ahead of time. Right. Because they're that this is where you focus on the similarities rather than the differences, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. to get to get people to actually listen. Um, or let's say you're going on a podcast that talks mostly about intuitive eating and you're a macros expert. OK, it's like, where's the commonality? Because if it's going to feel like you're attacking people. If they talk a lot about one topic, that's probably what a lot of their audience is into. Uh, and if you're only after this thing that they're like not as into, they're going to feel like you're attacking them. And yeah. that's not a good look either. So I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get <laughs> polarized views, but I think where the real value is, is bringing in people with completely different perspectives and trying to find that common ground and where you actually do have those commonalities and see eye to eye. Those are the mm-hmm. list, the episodes that I want to listen to, because if I really wanted one extreme or the other, I can find that wherever I go. Social media, it's already in my face. And so, yeah, again, just be mindful of the audience that you're speaking to and how can you get them to see things from your angle? This is your chance to appeal to an audience that may not have followed you before. Yeah, I mean, think about some of the most, like people love when people with different perspectives come together. They love that, Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. They love that, but there's a way to do that because if it feels like people are yelling at each other and arguing and it's not going anywhere, it's not satisfying, it's cringy, don't want to listen, right? I'm like- what 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 was that guy's name on Joe Rogan? Chris Cresser and what was the other guy? I don't even know. The oh British my gosh, guy. I know what you're talking oh, about. Yes. I was like, yes. <laughs> wasn't it like five I hours can't long? Do this. Yeah, the British guy was not even listening to anything. It's fine. Um, yeah, was bad. <laughs> so yeah, and then he like wouldn't come on, you know. And so I think that there, there's a there's a way to do it. Uh, you know, one of my favorite podcast episodes I ever recorded a while back was with Jordan Shallow. And it's one of my most, it's like a popular episode. And that was at the mind pump podcast, hard retreat, where we were like matched up with people. And the, my first person that I was podcasting with was Jordan. And I'm like, I was like, why, Adam, why would you put us together? And he's like, because you guys don't agree on anything. So it's going to be great. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so like when genius. we first started that, when we first started that show, it was like, you could tell there was some friction, but both of us, I think like, even though we have our own points of view, like I'm very open and he, as much as he puts on a hard front, like he, he's relatively open too. I'm pretty sure he podcasted with Ben Greenfield as well that, that time. And I was like, I'm very interested to hear how that goes. Cause I feel like <laughs> they're very different. Um, and so, you know, I, but I think like it, it led to such a great conversation where we weren't fighting, but like we actually were joking a lot. And it's like to see that that type of energy, I think, is really fun for people. And people tell me, especially guys, like the a lot of guys say that's their favorite episode, the ones with my pump in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there is value in bringing on a new perspective, but there's a balance between like a new perspective and also, are you so dogmatic that you think everybody else's perspective is a piece of shit? Because if so, that's not the type of guest people want to have on. Yeah. People just exactly. aren't going to listen to you at that point. Well, because that could alienate their audience. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, cause that person will start to associate They're like, oh, this host had this person on and they were just being all intense and mean and, you know, so mm-hmm. Yes. I would agree with that. I feel pretty good about, about that. I'm sure I have more stories. 
<laughs> but <I'm> sure <laughs> um <laughs> those are some key pieces of how to not be a bad guest i mean i think the main points make sure your tech is acceptable and you have good uh, the best sound quality you can make sure you are saying something interesting you're not being boring like have fun show up be present don't have distractions don't shamelessly sell yourself and do slimy pitches for yourself like just be authentic be you let your personality do the work and answer the questions, provide value. Don't tell people to go read your book. <laughs> the worst thing. Pretty simple guys. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Let us know if you have any comments about this or questions about any stories we shared. Lots of, lots of juicy stuff. Connect with us on our Instagram. It's at the podcast connector and we'll talk with you again next episode. See you later, guys. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.